All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Wrestling Guy Podcast. I'm here with my good friend, the Butcher. We're just, you know, acquaintance. We're not friends. You know, Butcher, I'm going to let you introduce our guest. Go ahead. Oh, I'm so excited because you know what? We got all her 8x10s photos here and 1x4x6. I'm talking about the one and the only, the lovely, the beautiful, Katarina Lee Waters. Now, did I pronounce your name right? Yes. Okay, good. I hope I had a little razzle-dazzle to it. I think you did. You had a little, like, Spanish flair to it. Are you sure you guys are okay sitting here? Because the last time we saw you, he he had you on the butcher shop, Mm. and he made a, a very bad comment. Yeah. And you slapped him. Right. Well, I'm a consummate professional, so I can handle the situation very well. I think this man might have his ego a little bruised, so... Are you okay? Well, well, for the first of all, just to clear it up, you know, it was, you know, David's twin brother, Juan, he gave me a little pill, so it just made my mind speak all kinds of different things, so I wasn't right... That's State a, of mind. That's so a good excuse. That's a good excuse. Yeah, I'll He's use that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, now that we have Donald Trump as president, we can build oh, that big wall. We don't have to deal with your brother anymore. <laughs> I voted for. Never mind. Let's <laughs> not get into that. Let's not get into that. that. We'll get in big old trouble. <laughs> oh yeah, we won't talk about the politics. No, well, that's why we got that cleared out of the way. Right. Thank you. Yeah, see, so that's done. We don't have to talk about that nonsense then. All right. Go ahead, Butcher. About what? You're going to get us started here? <laughs> well, I thought you had the notes ready. I do. <laughs> well, okay, you know what? Forget it, David. You're just, you're just yeah, a slow. But you know what? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to give every viewer, I mean, every listener that they want to know right now. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Who are you dating right now? <laughs> Who's the lucky guy? Is, well, is there a special this man? Is a whole is, cat of words. Is there a special? Is there a special <laughs> man in your life? Didn't right you now? learn from the slap last time? <laughs> well, the, I, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Do you really want to get into this conversation? I've talked all about this with Vince Russo on his podcast. <laughs> well, if Vince, if Vince got, I'm sure he's got the whole shamil of it. Well, you can have a little right. teaspoon of it if you don't mind. All right. So no, there is not a special guy because I am ethic, ethically non-monogamous. Really? Yes. Huh. I don't. I don't like commitment, so I'm not gonna tie myself to any one person anytime soon. Well, I like even more now. <laughs> that makes me marks me off the list, I guess. Let me. Do you got the Pac-Man? <laughs> do you got the Pac-Man song for David? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I have a very serious question. Yes. Is Paul Burchill your brother? <laughs> well, in which universe? <laughs> In, not, not, not in the actual real universe. Uh, this, yes, but I know that's a, that's a burning question on everybody's mind. Yes, I, I, I just got my heart broken. I really think I still, related. I still get asked that really? a fair amount of times. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. I, people don't know how to separate the two. I guess. I guess not. Yeah. Well, sorry. Right. Yeah. So let me ask you real yes. quick. Mm-hmm. I know Butcher usually asks this, but I'm going to jump into it. Okay. We'll cut into it for a little bit. Your upstart in wrestling. What got you interested and? Well, you know, I was I was a fan. What got me interested? I don't know. I used to, um, oh, you know, we didn't have cable at home, so I used to babysit for friends, and they had cable. And so I'd watch it, and I'd be like, oh, this is so amazing, and the characters, and they're so larger than life, and I'd ne- never seen anything like that before. Um, and so I went to school one day, and I said to my friend, you know, I really love this American wrestling, but it's like, ah, oh, it's so brutal. I find it hard to watch, you know? He's like, well, you know it's not real, right? And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, they're just like pretending to fight each other. They're all friends in real life. And I went, that's the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. 
because I grew up, you know, we went to the theater a lot and stuff like that, like performing arts. So for me, that was then the perfect combination. You know, you got all the cool, like the characters and the fighting and the violence and all right. that stuff. But at the same time, I didn't have to feel guilty watching it because they weren't really hurting each other. Fingers crossed, touch wood. Right. Well, lucky so kid. I mean, kind of imagine having Katarina as your babysitter. And I know. I mean, jeez. <laughs> Well, I was a child then. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Maybe it was. <laughs> but thank you for the compliment. I was just like, maybe taking it out of my head here for a bit. So anyway, so then I started watching it more. Well, we got cable then eventually. We started watching it more regularly. Went to some, went to a show in Germany. And that was the infamous uh, occasion when I jumped over the barrier and gave Kevin Nash his rose. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> That old story. And then after that, well, I was just kind of a bit obsessed with it. And then when I found out that there was actually schools and you could learn how to do all that cool stuff, I thought, let me try it. Which, and I which, guess um, which talent star that really grasped your mind that, like, wow, I want to be like her or maybe just like him? Which roster that really... Um, well, I mean, initially, like, I was the biggest Kevin Nash fan, or Big Daddy Cool Diesel, you know, right. he was the guy, and then, you know, Bret Hart and Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels and people like that, and then later on, it was The Rock and Stone Cold, I guess, were really my big wow. influences. Did you, does yeah. Kevin Nash show this story? I, yes, I told him the story, you know. Uh, what was his reaction? <laughs> I guess he was happy to hear that I liked him that much. <laughs> I, for some reason, I could see Ken with a little smirky smile yeah, and like, doing all this yeah. stuff. Did he, did he, uh, when he gave him the rose, what was his reaction? Did he remember you from giving him the rose or did you? I, I don't think he did. No. 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 Because I, I always thought I'd walk up to him and I'd tell him the story and he'd be like, oh my God, I've been looking for you all these years. But that's kind of not what I got. It's kind of <laughs> like, 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 oh, that's nice kind of uh, like, thing. So I'm, sure, I'm sure he was flattered. <laughs> I, mean, how, so. I mean, how many guys could say that, they, you know, they get a rose from a pretty girl? Yeah. That's weird. I don't get my rose. I've never Aww. experienced that either. So. <laughs> I'll have to arrange that for you. Thank you. Thank you. See? I got that. You know, when I found out wrestling was... Fake, right? Oh, okay. it, it broke my heart. It he's, really doing, he's doing the quote-unquote yes. signs for everybody listening who yes. doesn't like that word. Well, I you know, hate that's that. so oh, it's because when they told me, I was so heartbroken. Really? See, I was the only person I know that was actually happy to hear that. Really? Yeah, for me, that made it even better than it was before. I was heartbroken, and and I said it on the last podcast. It was a girl in seventh grade because mm. every I was in denial. I was always like, nah, it can't be, can't be fake. It can't be. And then she goes. Watch Monday Night Raw, and she goes and watch. They're always whispering things to each other. So what's the first thing I do? I go home, I watch Raw, and I see them whisper. I'm like, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's tragic. It was like finding out about Santa Claus. It was like, no, it just cannot be true. That Santa Claus thing, that puzzles me too, because I don't remember ever particularly thinking that Santa Claus was real. I think that's an American thing. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> it's like in Europe, it's kind of when you're very... Small, maybe, but I don't remember my parents. I was like purposefully lying and saying that's a real person. It was more kind of like the tooth fairy. You kind of had an idea that it probably was just. Well, I'll tell you one thing for sure. If I said Claus looked like this, I will always believe in Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show the picture right now. (laughs) But thank you for the compliment. Of course. So when you went to train, yes. And then from training to OVW, how long were you training and doing these? Uh, and how did OVW like come? Six years or so, six, eight years, something like that. Yeah, so um, I will never remember. I will never forget my very first training session because I was just sitting there and they were doing suplexes, 
and body slams. And I was like, this is the stuff I've only been able to see on TV. And now it's like here in real life. And I'm about to learn this. And that was so amazing. So yeah, so then I, I trained and I did some shows with uh, Hammerlock for a while. And mm -hmm. then I started working for FWA. And that was sort of the leaders in British indie wrestling at the time. And then after that, I started doing some shows like in Germany and I went over to Italy and things like that. And it's sort of, I don't know. And then WWE came over. They were doing these open tryout things where you could sign up on their website. So I went to one of those and I didn't hear back. And then I met Tommy Dreamer mm -hmm. at an independent show. And he said, hey, didn't you do a tryout? And how did it go? And I said, well, I don't know. I heard nothing. And then he said, if we come back, give me a call and then we'll, we'll set you up to have another one so then that's what happened they came back and I called him and he said yeah let's get you booked for the two days and then I got hired nice well with yeah. Tommy Dreamer now was that during the time when ECW was still going on or I think they hadn't no, relaunched re no, re it yet must have yet. Yeah, they hadn't relaunched it yet, no. Uh, now yeah. were you part of it at, at the beginning of time of it? When no because I wasn't where was I? I don't know it had already started yeah. by oh, the time okay. I got there I just yeah. got Tommy Dreamer you know, hookups there. <laughs> You're an OVW <laughs> women's champion, right? Yes. An OVW? Yeah. A one-time uh -huh. yeah. OVW women's champion? I think a couple of times, yeah. maybe. Yeah, because we did that. We First, we had an OVW title um, that was... not sure if it was like an official one or not. And then we had... Suddenly, we had two belts because somebody brought in like a fake title. I think it was ODB. And then we ended up consolidating the two titles. So when Beth and I did that mat ladder match, That's, uh, and then we consolidated and had like the first real like OVW title, which I'm proud to say. Who was in your class at OVW? Held. You, Beth, yeah. ODB, oh, Beth, ODB, oh, uh, Serena, Ryan Reeves was there. Wow. Um, Sean Spears, who's now Ty Dillinger in NXT. Also, oh, he's Cody been there Rhodes. Well, he came and went and yeah. came back. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. Yeah, but it's really great to see that he's doing so good now. It's like what I mean, I mean. You come and go, you come and go, you come and go. <laughs> I'm just still waiting for you to go. And I'm still waiting for you to go. <laughs> you know, when you, when you got to the OVW and then you went to WWE, uh -huh. you went to the, you came in during the Diva era, all right? During the, with the Kelly Kellys and the, that time. Yeah, you know what? I find that it keeps going like the diva thing it's always on a roller coaster maybe not so much anymore now maybe now they've finally gotten to the point where they're like okay people want to watch this and they want they want us to respect this and have like a proper thing going on but i felt like up until then it was constantly like one minute they were taking it really seriously and they had really great you know storylines and things like that and then all of a sudden it was like yeah we just want them to have six girl diva matches you know, so it, was, it always went like from one extreme to the other. So I don't think during the time that I was there that it was one thing consistently. It kind of yeah. went up and down a little bit. Yeah, because I, I remember when uh, you debuted with mm. Paul, your, yes. that I just found out was not your brother. <laughs> <laughs> they, I would read online yes. just to wait to see you wrestle. Huh. Every, people on the uh, dirt sheets, they would say like, oh, wait until you see her wrestle. Wait until you see her wrestle. But then was, when we saw you, it was like, like you said, like a right. minute or the uh -huh. multi-women's match yeah. or a battle royal. Right. And so we never really got to see you wrestle right. <laughs> like we wanted to. Yes. And I was like, but well, now I do on the 
indie, you know, with more of the indie stuff, I get mm. to see a little more in the ring. You wish they would have done a little more focus, more like they are now on the for you. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, that would have been great. I mean, I think at the beginning, when I mean, Paul came in because we we're supposed to do the incest angle, and then because they started doing the PG thing, and. I think some of the sponsors were a little bit like, oh, is this really going to happen? Mm-hmm. We don't like this. So they, you know, so it was right as we came in, and then they weren't really sure what to do with it, and then they started us off at a place where it could have gone that way, but then it didn't go that way, and then they weren't really sure what to do. And then we did the handicap matches, which that was really, I thought that was really awesome. Like, I really enjoyed that. Um, and then after that, it seemed they had a few things where they started us off, and they kept getting cut short, you know, like we did the thing with William Regal and then that was cut short. And then we did a thing with Ken Anderson or that Ken Kennedy good. at the time and that was cut short. And then we did the thing with the Boogeyman, which was one of my favorite things also, mm-hmm. you know, to do. And that was cut short. So I just kept Too short on that one. Especially. Yeah, yeah. Back then, they, they used to like kind of minimize. You know, well, they used to speed through and then yeah. if they didn't like something, it seemed like they just... Yeah. Or something. They, or they just, just something would have happened yeah. to where, you know... Yeah. Like Ken Kennedy was drafted from you know to the other side. I mean, obviously they could have prevented that if they wanted the storyline right. to continue. But just you know things like that kept happening. So, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, on the one hand, yeah, I love to wrestle, and I wish that it was more like what was consistent with the girls. Um, you know, if it had or had been more consistent for me to be like more of a player in that kind of scene. Shall we say? Uh, at the same time, I love just as much doing like character work obviously like acting you right. know like the thing with boogeyman i mean me and boogeyman weren't <laughs> gonna have a match but i love doing that angle yeah you know just because from the atmosphere and the arena and just the the story and everything like that was well you still i know i know the fact is uh, when i saw you in the last eight i think aws uh-huh. and you still have that presence when you go in the ring you still oh. play that psychological you know right. so i think that's really cool how uh-huh. you know you get the crowd gets all excited and it's like what are you gonna do next and you don't see a lot of the, with a lot of the talents these days. They don't use that kind of psychology in the ring. Um, who trained you, or is that just all you doing your whole psychology in the ring when, from OVW to WWE to now? Um, are you talking about like building a match, or are you talking about like just more like my character? More of your character, thing? right? Um, well, it's kind of it's a bit half and half. It's like something that partly progressed, I guess, through the year, and it's partly through um, the winter character. Mm-hmm. Um, that obviously Vince Russo created for me so oh. you know so a lot came from just the the starting point of having that character and the right. storyline that he created um, and what came with it on, on my end in terms of my characteristics and things like that and then obviously I filled in the blanks in terms of you know the mannerisms or the way that I present myself and, and things like that so there's a lot that, that comes from that and then I guess just a lot from my own mysterious inner self that just wants to come out you know I kind of see I remember her on impact with the uh, Angelina Love because you guys were the knockout tag champs Mm -hmm. and then you were knockouts champion right I think you were two time knockouts Uh champion yeah see and I got to see her wrestle on air and I was like why didn't she or was she (laughs) why didn't they let her do this on WWE you know what I did wrestle a bit like I I, because I forget too you know because I think I guess I guess you come out of it and you're like, oh, I wish I'd been able to, you know, do more or achieve more or whatever. And then you sort of forget all the things that you did. Because I go back now and I'm like, oh, I did get to do some really cool stuff. Yeah. And I was just the other day, I was watching a match with Mickey because we had that little yeah. mini feud kind of thing. And I was watching a match with, the, like a singles match that we had. And I was like, 
it's actually really good. And I'm like, I don't, I don't remember being that good. <laughs> you know what? I thought... Not to toot my own horn, but I was like, huh. I'm like, I'm intense. I'm like pretty crisp. I'm like, what? I'm pretty good. I thought you were going to get a, uh, <laughs> I don't remember who the champion was at the time. I want to say it was Kelly Kelly, but I don't think it was. Well, well, I mean, well, me and Mickey had a championship match. Right. That's. I think that's the one I was like. Mm. I think she's gonna win the the Divas yeah. Championship, and then you didn't win, and I was. I yeah. was oh, <laughs> thank you. I really was because again, I kept hearing so much about, right. and then that match that yeah. you were saying, and I was like, okay, she's gonna win the championship, right. and I was just one of those that I was mm. like. When I saw somebody on TV that I felt like was finally connecting and right. showed that you know what they can go in the ring, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, they deserve a championship. I always wanted somebody fresh, and I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. she's gonna win it. Yeah. And when you didn't win, I'm like, oh, it's the same oh, old BS. Well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> back then the, those whole storylines were more like kind of re- you know repetitive. repetitive. Yeah, it just seemed like they didn't they wanted the same person as champ for like six months, and I was like, mm. no, we need something. You know, mm. there was some girls, but you know, and TNA. Did you enjoy your time in TNA? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I just really enjoyed like having a consistent storyline and character throughout for that amount of time, you know, rather than starting one thing and, and then starting a new thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I, fe- I guess it made me feel more like it was you know it was more important or there was more weight was given to the storyline because it just kept continuing. You know, so it was cool. The story, the probably the storyline with Angelina Love, where mm-hmm. you're like. She's possessed. Yeah. Right. Did you enjoy, did Did you have a lot to do with that one, or was that just a creative? It? Well, mainly Vince Russo wrote it, and then I mean, I came with some suggestions or whatever ideas that I had, and just run with it. Abe implemented one or two, but it, it was, was mainly his his thing. Yeah. It was fun. It was a yeah. different storyline. That's yeah. what I liked about TNA at that uh-huh. time was that everything was different from right. what you were watching on WWE, and right. it seemed better. At the time, did you have a lot of fun more WWE or with TNA? You know, it's hard to say because it's so like different. Again, like with TNA, I felt more fulfilled in terms of having that you know storyline and obviously you know getting the championship and stuff like that was awesome. But then WWE is again, you know, it's like it's WWE, and, right? And it was an amazing time too, and I got to do some really cool stuff. You know, as I said, like the handicap matches, mm-hmm. that was really fun. Working with Mickey, obviously, and on a big stage like that, it's incredible. Now, have you gone like wrestled like in Mexico or in Japan? I did one show in Japan, really? but it wasn't like a real Japanese promotion. I think it was this guy put on just the one tour, oh. I believe. So he just booked some shows and then. Um, he just booked me for the first one. So, yeah, it was actually, it was me, Rebecca Knox, and Natty Nighthearts teamed up against, like, these two guys. <laughs> and I can't remember their names. I'm so sorry. <laughs> They're going to message you. Hey, how dare you not remember us? <laughs> uh, it's probably Yoshino. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Real quick, and it's probably the last, uh, as far as that, you know, you were talking about the whole angle with Paul Burcho mm-hmm. and how it Will they do? Are they going to pull this right. angle off? Yeah. I never really got that vibe. Like it was supposed right. to be. It because, wasn't. Yeah, it because didn't they feel never. Like yeah, because they never actually. Yeah, I people mean, always ask me like, "How was it 
they think that we did the angle because they knew that it was supposed to happen and they interpreted it that way. But actually, if you look at what we actually did, there was really no hint of Yeah, I that. never got it. Like, until I read it on the dirt sheets, yeah. I was like, oh, that's what... Yeah. I mean, you can kind of be like, oh, are they trying to do, like, an incest yeah. angle? But that was but more they like... Kinda, it was pretty much, even before we started, it was like, let's back off from yeah. this. We'll just we'll have you excited that he's beating people up, and then we'll go from there and figure something out yeah. so that's kind of yeah. now before wrestling did you did some did you do acting and, and theater yeah and yeah I did I actually I did some theater like growing up when I was a kid and then uh, I did film and drama at university so I did a degree in that and then I moved to London and I was doing a bit of acting there that's what I was going to do until mm-hmm. I found out that you could be a wrestler. And I thought, well, let me try. Well, the wrestling thing just kind of, like, really happened. Yeah. You know, that was just, I mean, it sort of started as a hobby, I guess. And then it just. What did your family thought, uh, thought of you, like, you were going to pursue that, you know, wrestling career? Um, well, most of them think it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's not so keen. <laughs> Is she was she more uh, excited maybe that you were going to do the the theater and, and acting more than yeah wrestling? I mean just something she just feels I guess that wrestling is a bit sort of on the lower end of the entertainment you know like lower brow kind of entertainment so it's just weird because you know you know whenever you ask a talent even like myself when when I started too when you ask like my dad my dad was like oh no don't do that that's not no. good for you or, or well, like, my dad likes it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, God's oh, cool. But yeah. it's like when you have, when it's like, uh, one of the other female talents, like, oh no, my mom says not to do that. Just, the mom and dad always gives that, like, right. no, you could do something better with your life. But then right, after right, when right. they get to see it, they're like, yeah. oh, wait a minute, yeah. she's fabulous, or he's, yeah. you know, doing that. <laughs> you know, with I the, obviously like that support. You know, like whatever makes me happy, that support. You know. Did you with any big uh, major films uh, in the UK? Did you star in any feature? films out there in the in the UK or here or working on big projects to find big <laughs> well you know what in a word no <laughs> no but um, I did shoot in the UK last year oh, okay. so there's a film I guess you could say it's middling size uh, it's called Redcon 1 and it's a zombie film and oh, I'm, nice. I'm part of a team of eight soldiers uh, so we go into the effect, affected zone and we just have some adventures there. That's fun. Yeah, it's really it was really awesome time. So yeah. I spent like three months there all together, pretty much. You like acting in it, directing, I'm writing. Not directing, I mean, no. Like no, I'm just this one. No, I'm just acting. She wants in the it, camera. Yeah. I'm saying like, do you <laughs> like do, what do you like doing? Oh, more? right. Well. We'll get the you creative know, juices flowing more for you. I would say, now that I've started doing it, I would say writing, directing would have to be the most exhilarating. Really? Yeah, because it's like, because you have this thing in your head, which is like you have this vision of like things come alive in your head, right? There's these people moving around and doing and these images that you see. And then for you to be able to somehow translate that and manifest that and have it come alive in real time like in front of your eyes and then Mm -hmm. make a piece of art out of it it's just incredible like there's nothing really that compares to that and the cool thing is that you know she could be her own stunt you know your own stunt double your own stunt you don't need to do it you don't have a stunt double your own thing like when you okay well you did the the red light diary yes the web series right and did you now you directed it? Uh huh. 
produced it. Yes. You did everything. Pretty. I did everything. You but did, I'm not in it. You didn't come out in it. I'm not acting in but, it, no. But I'm saying, when you when you thought of it, yes. you just, I mean, it was just something you just thought of and then just said, you know what, I really want to do Because I always have things like in my head, like, yeah. oh, I would like to, I can see this a movie like this or like that. Right. But I never put it together. Right. So how did you, like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Did you, like, it just came to you? and I mean, it just comes to you and then... Yeah, so, I mean, first, like, it depends, like, on project to project. Like, Red Light Diaries basically came about because I really wanted to make my own web series. Um, I was inspired by a friend of mine. Her name's Lisa Gifford. She made a web series in the UK called mm -hmm. Threesome, which is really good. Um, anyway, so I'd met up with her, and she was telling me about... You know, she made it with the husband, Elazar Cabrera. Mm -hmm. They produced it together. And so I was like, wow, they made their own TV show, basically. So I'm like, I want to do that. But obviously, I have a limited budget. So what can I shoot that takes place in my apartment? <laughs> basically. Hey, well, you know right? what? So, I mean, yeah, so I just, I thought something, you know, contained. And then I thought, what would be interesting? And I don't know, that just kind of came into my head. And then I, I just started writing down some ideas of, you know, structure, whatever, and then the story came to me, you know. But it, it depends, because sometimes you have a project where you just have an image of something in your head, and you go, oh, what does this mean? How can I translate that into a moving image? And yeah. then you just you start writing some no notes. and Or sometimes you just you have a whole story in your head right away, and you go, oh, that would be cool. So, okay, so you still... Now that you're doing acting, uh -huh. and then you're still doing wrestling, right? So you're doing two things at once, yes. pretty much. I mean, of course right. you have to. What do you have? What do you do in your spare time for like training? Because I can tell you, you know, you're in great shape well, and everything. Thank you. And so, what's the secret diet? Maybe some female wrestler wants to know what's your secret diet, or oh, what is it? How you keep yourself in fit? Uh, well, you know, to be honest with you, I mainly go hiking. Huh? That's like my main because. Yeah, to be honest, like, ever since I was a kid, I've always kind of naturally been in this kind of shape. Like, it's very hard for me to to get out of shape, or let's say it's very easy for me to stay in decent form. I wouldn't say necessarily that I'm in great shape right now. <laughs> but um, comparatively speaking, you know, in terms of what I do for it, I really don't have to do a lot. You know, so for me, like, I guess well, cardio is good, So, but I love to be out in nature. And also, if I go hiking, I feel like... It's not just for the body, also it clears the mind. Right, right. And so because you have so many things that are always in you, so many voices in your head and all things that you're thinking about that you need to do or worrying about, whatever. Yeah. So I go I go up this hill and then back down again, it's basically is what the trail is. And usually it works out mm -hmm. that by the time I get to the top of it, that's when I'm just letting all the things that are in my head naturally, no, I just let them talk, talks, uh -huh. right? And then, right, it's like a detox. And then by the time I get up the hill, that's kind of almost cleared out. And then the inspiration starts flooding in. Right. And then some of my best ideas come when I'm on the hike because I, I'm not trying to think of something. I'm just letting my, right. my well, mind it's kind of be like your whatever own. it is. Then because so. you're like in an open space area. Right, like yeah. Like the world's yours, and then you could just kind yeah. of rethought it. And um, then just connected, being connected to nature and being connected to that energy is... Now, rumors today is, I don't know if it's true, because I was looking for you. Mm -hmm. I was at the LA Fit Expo. Were you there by any chance here in Los Angeles this no. year? No. Okay. Because one of the uh, members told me that over there, she's like, oh, she's kind of going to be here. Oh. I'm like, really? She has a booth and everything. So oh. I was just like, was this was back in, no, January, January 7th, oh. here at the Los Angeles Convention Center. And it was the LA... 
Oh, don't even bust your mind into it. That doesn't show how busy you are. I know, it doesn't sound like the kind of thing I would be at, but it's possible that somebody was like, hey, Because I think a month after, and that's when you had the AWS indie show, too. So. I'm saying, I mean, I applaud you, man, because you've been doing so much from, I mean, how long have you been wrestling now? Oh, all together? Like 17 years? 17 years. Uh That's amazing. Now, from those 17 years, Uh have you had any crazy injuries? I have had zero injuries. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) I applaud you for that. Thank you. Other than, you know, obviously bruises. I've had the odd black eye, things like that, but... Well, um, it's just not on work work still and none of this stuff happens. No breaks, no tears, no nothing like that. So yeah, I've been very lucky. No, that's that's no, it's a blessing. I mean, I mean that means you protect yourself as well, you protect yeah. the talent that you're in the ring with. So yeah. that's a major safety. Oh my my for, for myself I just like broken rib, busted oh, lip, no. knee snap. <laughs> and that was within I mean you did it for seventeen years right. and I did it for like nearly ten and I'm just like, yeah. Okay, I'm already done. So that's why I like back out, back in, so yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, the, I say the more relaxed you are, the, more, the less likely you are to hurt yourself. You know, so I always try and make sure I'm as relaxed as possible. Especially, like, you know, if you fall something, obviously I've slipped and fallen, you know, in real life and in the ring. <laughs> but just, you know, the looser you stay, the less likely you're to, you know, to tear something or to twist something or whatever. So. Totally. Yeah. America, I'm going to ask you, which talent that you haven't wrestled yet uh-huh. that you would like to wrestle? Uh, it could goodness have been gracious. <laughs> Probably like a million. I would be very curious, I guess, to wrestle Sasha Banks. Really? Okay. Yeah, I just really like a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Well, she's yeah. very flashy. I think she's just got that. She's got that attitude. And, yeah. Okay. Now, I think that would be cool. <laughs> okay, we got a female. Now, what about a male? Now these days, a lot of people are like the you know intergender wrestling matches now. Yeah, female versus male. What about a male? Right. Okay. Goodness. Uh, Besides hmm. me, though. I don't know. I think you know what. Since we already mentioned it, let's say uh, Ty Dillinger, because he's so good. I think he could carry me to, <laughs> <laughs> to a great match. Are you hitting on her again? No, no we're, we're wrestling people. In we're really like asking her right now who was, you know, right. who would you like to wrestle? Oh, yeah. okay. Because that was one of your one of your favorite questions. Number ten, ten, ten. Yeah. Oh, see? Right. You see? That's what I said. Now you know you were you were working on some projects and then you came back to the indies to work some indies. Mm-hmm. Was there any specific reason to just get that itch again to come back and do a couple matches? Yeah, or? just you know, a couple of people asked me and I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought she was going to wrestle for You know, while. I thought, I, I thought, I think I got burnt out kind of thing. Mm. And then after a while, I wasn't burnt out anymore. And I looked like fun again. And it's been fun again. So far, has there been a favorite match you've had since you came back? Because uh, I know you worked Desi. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Here at Maverick. And then yes. the AWS uh, Lefty at AWS. We had a tag match. Tag match, yeah. Yes. I yeah, don't even remember yeah. when I was there. <laughs> I really, yeah, because I, I mainly, so it was me and Jules uh, Malone against Shotzi Blackheart and uh, Delilah Doom. Ah, yes. So I only did a little bit with Shotzi. She's great, obviously. 
And I loved working with Delilah, too. That was really fun. You just made Lefty blush. That's his crush, uh, Shotzi. Oh, oh yeah? <laughs> yeah? Can't blame him. <laughs> there you go. No, she's a beautiful lady. Uh, Delilah Doom, she's really, really uh, good she's, in the Yeah, she's really good in the ring, and she's very easy to, you know, talk to and work with. And Yeah, that was good. Are we going to see you more often on the, on, the, on the scene? or? I think so. Let's hope so. Well, I want to know how busy you are because I know you got some projects coming up, right? You got this uh, Karate Kill. Yeah, well, that's why it's finished. I mean, we shot that um, October 2015, but it's coming out in May on DVD. So that's oh, okay. very. It's been out in Japan already because oh, it's okay. a Japanese American. You gotta tell us what production. it's about. Right. So it's about a Japanese man who his sister has come to Los Angeles. And uh, he can't get in touch with her or whatever, so he's looking for her. And she's been kidnapped by this evil cult. Mm. And so I play one of the evil cult leaders, henchmen. Well, there's two of us. Right. So there's me and this guy. We're like his right-hand men, women, as it were. So, yeah, so it's like it's my duty to uh, kill, maim, torture, catch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now, did you write and, and direct this one, or are you just no, starring in this one? No, just well, starring a bit. Okay. Oh, um, I'm heavily featured. Now <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. That was a, it was. It's a film by Kurando Mitsutaki. Okay. Uh, he's made a couple of films. Uh, there's one called Gun Woman, which I think is a bit of a cult yeah. hit on that on that scene. Um, so it was uh, I mean that was an amazing experience like he was awesome like if he if he was to make another film and he wanted me to be in it I wouldn't even have to ask him what he wanted me to do I'd be like yes I'm working with you again like he was great and I think you know I've seen the film obviously I it's not out to the public yet but it will be May 23rd I believe here on DVD um, but I watched it and it's just it's really awesome like over the top action it's funny too well so speaking of uh, it's, it's indie because I know uh -huh. we here in California in LA yeah. uh, we have charter communication but the, there's that you're always showing a lot of indie films especially new ones Right. So what what month is, is it coming out? You say twenty third. Okay, and the name of it again is Karate, karate Kill. Right. Oh, sorry. No, you say it. You, you say, say Karate say Kid. Karate Kill. Oh, see, I think it's a Karate. I paid attention. <laughs> I'm already looking forward to it. I'm looking forward <laughs> oh, to it. Shit, it's yes. brilliant. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Now, any other projects in the works or? Um. Well, that's the one that's coming out, and then I actually I saw. At a cast and crew screening of a film that I did called Killing Joan, uh, so which is really actually was I really liked as well. That's kind of almost a bit supernatural, but also like a thriller, a bit dark and gritty. It's really good. So, but I don't know when that's coming out because I think that's going to go to the film festivals first. Oh, okay. And Let me ask yeah. you something now. Mm. Do you have more fun doing acting or wrestling? Well, I know in wrestling we, it, it's, it's theater performance. Yes. But when you're be on camera being an yeah. actress, where well, do you have more of an edge or more excitement? To I would say at this point I have more an edge to do acting. Yeah. There you go. How did you feel? Did you watch the Oscars? 
I watched a bit of it. Okay. Did you, I was going to say, I was going to just get your opinion about the last, uh, yeah. or the best picture. I don't know if you... Yeah, I, yeah, that. no, I watched that. Um, well, it's unfortunate, you know. I mean, it's not like some people would, I think, felt like some people would make it out, it out to be this huge tragedy, right. which obviously it's it's not. It was a mistake, and it was a, it was unfortunate for both parties, obviously, because for La La Land, for them to have it and then be taken away... But for Moonlight to not have that moment of Moonlight and the music and right. the voiceover and everything like that, they didn't have all of, like that moment was taken away a little bit from them. Because so that makes up. Yeah, because people but, are saying now it's like it's becoming like this huge conspiracy thing now. People are like doing this whole last thing for the last announcement, mm-hmm. just like what they did with the American um, was it American pageant or oh, it was Steve Harvey? Right? Yes, and that's what it people was, were used. It was obviously, a mistake. So I, mean, in I just like it was obviously a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I feel, but. I, I did like, uh, you know, Jordan, Jordan Horowitz, yes. the way that he handled it. I think that's what came out of it was that he was so graceful. Yeah, he cleaned that and up he was, You know, and he, you know, when he said, like, I'll be proud to hand this to them. You yeah, know, and that he felt was very like he genuinely mm-hmm. meant that. He was happy to give it to them, you know, and to share that moment with them. So I thought that was, in, in that way, yeah. that was a really beautiful moment. So that was yeah, I was catching up on that. So I was just like, well, okay. So he kind of cleaned that up really nicely. So yeah. Okay. And so like he wasn't, you know, he didn't slink off stage. He wasn't like, oh god, I didn't win. You know, he was like, no, this is the real winner, and I'm happy for them, and I would hand you this Oscar myself, and I will hug you, and it was kind of beautiful. Yeah. I thought because when um, before when they announced it you could uh-huh. say you see the person in the back telling him and you could just see his reaction just like what no right. he was just like everything just dropped right yeah. there and he's like no we gotta yeah get I mean that's that's why that's why he's a producer right he's smart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah but I mean but I, I felt that he he genuine he was genuine in that moment too you know it wasn't just covering up he was genuinely well like, I'm hoping yeah. for you someday <laughs> you're gonna go on that red <laughs> Thank and you're you. going to get that Oscar. Thank you. And then you're going to mention the butcher up there. No, I I'm going to do something very daring right now. Oh, what's that? Oh, no. If she goes on the red carpet and at the Oscars, <clears throat> that could be your date already. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll rent a nice tuxedo. I will keep you in mind. <laughs> no way that I'll take it. No way that tuxedo you'd be wearing would be like a Dumb and Dumber. Probably. I probably would do that. <laughs> I'll wear the bright orange tux. Hey, you know what? They... Some of the people wear some weird stuff on that red carpet. <laughs> well, I think one. Well, what's her name? Wore the swan. Uh, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. No, what? I'm. I'm real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. My heart's still broken that I did not oh. know the red light diaries ended, so I'm gonna have to catch up. So, are we gonna see any uh, a part two or no? Well, there's the second season in my head. Ah, uh, okay. I'll tell you Which what. Is- if that second that second season comes in, uh-huh. I want to be a part of it. So I'll, I'll give you my headshot. Okay. I'll text it to you or whatever now. Okay. And then if you need me to play a butler or something or get killed or whatever, I'm in. Okay. So I, I might be able to. You can kill him off. <laughs> I, it's, as long as I'm not cutting no. You're going to get my I don't want I don't want the whole Latino background. I mean, just, you know. No? No, no, no. I mean, I don't want to be cleaning or mopping or doing anything. <laughs> you're going to get my cameo, which is they're just going to throw you on the cutting room floor. <laughs> I know, right? You're just gonna see the like the body and below no, be like, that no. was me. And just don't name me Javier. No, no. <laughs> Did you wanna well let's wrap up real quick. 
uh, yes. your Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and yes. any upcoming shows. Yes, that's right. So basically, everything is Katarina's I, Infamy. Okay. So that's Instagram and Twitter is both at Katarina's Infamy, and Facebook is Facebook.com forward slash Katarina's Infamy. So like my page. Um, my website is Katarina's Infamy.com as well. Uh, well, I'm going to be in Orlando, Florida for WrestleCon. Nice. I'll be signing on Saturday. Now, so. what, what, what day is that again? April, April 1st. 1st. April 1st. Yes. Yeah, so it's one day before exactly. WrestleMania. Yes. Ah. Yeah. So there you go. I don't, you know what? I don't watch WWE anymore. Like right. So I'm off yeah. base here. So. Right. Yes. They don't, and they don't I call think him the butcher for nothing. No. What, what you see here, you get it natural. So I'm not going to sugarcoat it. So there you go. Yeah, and I think that's it. So come and see me there, everybody. All right, guys. David, no more few last words. Oh, I want to say thank you for joining us on the show. Thank and you. I also want to give a couple shout-outs, a couple announcements. Right we have uh, March 18th, we have Marty Gennetti here at the Wrestling Guy store from 12 to 2. You think I could be able to kick him on the window right here that we have over at no, the barbershop? No. And then we have Bad News Barrett on March 25th. From 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. I got some good news for him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> for all of us here at the Wrestling Guy Podcast, thank you again, Katarina. Thank you yes, for having thank me. You. And we are out of here. Bye.